0: You're listening to The Influencer Podcast, episode 101. Hey, hey, so you know that I am all about connecting and marketing to your right audience and really who matters most. Because when you're talking to everybody, as I always say, you're talking to nobody. So when it comes to marketing your business, it's all about reaching the right audience at the right time and connecting them with your message that will resonate the most. So if you want to target your customers where they are engaging every day and when they are ready to make a decision, LinkedIn can help you. Now, I know that I've talked a lot about LinkedIn on this podcast before, but I want you to know that when you advertise on LinkedIn, you have the opportunity to build long-term relationships with your customers and your audience, and relationships that often translate into things like website traffic, higher brand awareness, and of course, brand deals and partnerships. The first step though, is talking to that right audience. So with a community of over 575 million professionals on LinkedIn, you have access to a diverse group of people searching for all the things that they need to grow professionally that you may be the right fit for. LinkedIn has the marketing tools to help you target your customers with precision down to their job title, their company name, and their industry. Again, guys, great for brand deals because better targeting equals a message that your audience or the brands that you want to work with care about, which in turn leads to more trust built with your audience and customers. In fact, Four out of five customers who are on LinkedIn are decision makers at their companies. So you're building relationships that actually matter. I was talking to the marketing rep from the beauty company Tarte about doing something the other day. Guess what? We connected on LinkedIn. Just a simple message and we were connected, planning out some ideas. Pretty awesome, right? To redeem a free $100 LinkedIn ad credit and launch your first campaign, go to linkedin.com slash influencer. That's linkedin.com slash influencer for your free $100 ad credit. Terms and conditions will apply. So you know that I do not shy away when it comes to efficient and useful things that can actually help us grow an online influence and make it a little bit fun and easy along the way. And Skillshare is just that. Skillshare is an online learning community for creators. With more than 25,000 classes in design, business, and more, you'll discover countless ways to fuel your curiosity, creativity, and career. Take classes in things like social media marketing, mobile photography, creative writing, or even illustration. Whether you're looking to discover a new passion, start a side hustle, or gain new professional skills, Skillshare is there to keep you learning and thriving. Now, as you know, I am a firm believer in investing in yourself and always learning as you go, which is why lifelong learning is so important to me. And I know that I talk about it on this podcast all the time. That is what I really like about Skillshare. They even have classes on there when it comes to creative writing that I think would be really useful for things like writing a book proposal, or even just trying to get a little bit more comfortable in things like Instagram posts that could be really beneficial. Join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for you. Get two months of Skillshare for free. That's right. Two months of Skillshare for free. Skillshare is offering the influencer podcast listeners, two months of unlimited access to over 25,000 classes for free to sign up, go to skillshare.com forward slash T I P again, that's skillshare.com forward slash T I P to start your two months now skillshare.com forward slash T I P. So as a former publicist of over a decade, I have seen countless up-and-coming influencers and entrepreneurs struggle to show up and do the work needed to reach and impact people with their message, which is why I invited my friend and the ever-inspiring Selena Sue on the show today. Selena is an expert publicity and marketing strategist on a mission to help visionary entrepreneurs, experts, and authors reach and impact millions with their message. She's helped clients and students lend features in magazines like O, the Oprah Magazine, Forbes, and Inc. Plus interviews on popular podcasts and national TV. Many of her clients have been industry leaders with seven-figure businesses, raving fan bases, and hundreds of thousands of followers. Now, I got to personally meet Selena last year through our mutual friend Adrian Dorson, who joined me on episode 95 of the Influencer Podcast. Naturally, Selena and I bonded instantly over our shared love of PR. And today, we're talking about not only the importance of building meaningful relationships with influencers and industry leaders but also how to go about it from a place of authenticity, integrity, and service. Selena also shares something that I've never heard of before called the publicity pyramid that she curated, which is genius, and I can't wait for you guys to hear about it. And she also shares how she learned on her journey from burnout and underpaid to thriving seven-figure business owner and how you can do that too. Selena is an absolutely incredible connector whose zone of genius is building long lasting relationships. She's gonna teach you how to do just that as well. And her approach to networking and building relationships is really genuine. And she embodies these qualities in everything that she does. So without further ado, here's Selena. So, want to give a shout out to Nikki's Style X6 who is our reviewer of the week and she says, Julie has a very amazing service that she's providing to influencers and future influencers. She helps her listeners cut through the noise of social media. This content is amazing, as are the platform and the guests, and most of all, she has great energy. Her PR background gets her followers unique access to a social media coach and a publicist. This is what I call value. Keep crushing it. But thank you so much for coming in and adding your insights to this amazing podcast. This podcast would not exist if it wasn't for you and so many others like you. So with that said, I want to hear from more of you who listen in each week. Make sure to subscribe to the Influencer Podcast on iTunes, give us a review so I can highlight your review in an upcoming episode and make sure to head over to Instagram, which you know is where I love to hang out. Tag this episode today with myself at Joel Solomon and our incredible guest today at Selena underscore Sue and hashtag the influencer podcast to let us know that you're joining in today and let us know what your biggest aha takeaway is of today, because guys, there's a lot of them. Welcome to the Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Julie Solomon, a marketing strategist, brand building expert, speaker, and New York Times bestselling publicist. This is where I take you behind the scenes with today's top influencers, industry insiders, and entrepreneurs as they share step-by-step strategies to help you turn your online dreams into a purposeful and profitable business. Hi, Selena. It's so awesome to have you on the show today. Hey, Julie. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah. So of course, um, I have the pleasure of, of, of knowing more about you than potentially the listeners. There may be some that know exactly who you are. Um, but I would love if you could share a little bit about, um, what you do, um, and how that came about, um, Selena and I, for those listening, had the pleasure of meeting last year through a mutual colleague of ours named Adrian Dorson, who's also been on the podcast, and through other um, mutual connections that we have, just some synergy there. And I really got to learn just about Selena's amazing ex- expertise in PR and strategy and just your optimal networking skills. You're like the the, the genius connector. Um, So I'm excited to dive into a little bit of how that all came about um, in your life and in your business.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, So like you were saying, I am a publicity and marketing strategist, and I help entrepreneurs reach and impact millions. And, um, I got started on this path in my mid twenties when, um, I was working in a nonprofit. Um, I was making about $42,000 a year. I was in a toxic relationship and I just had a crippling low self-esteem and that combination <laughs> led me into this deep depression. And I had this quarter life crisis where I was just extremely happy, unhappy. Um, and it was hard for me to even get out of bed in the mornings. Um, at one point things got so bad, my mom flew from Vancouver, Canada to New York. York just to be with me um, because it took everything for me to even eat. And I, eating is one of my favorite things. It's, I'm passionate about food, but I just, you know, lost all interest in things. And so she would, you know, walk me to work. Um, and, you know, it was, I was just said such a low. And I opened up to a couple of friends um, and I just wanted to figure out like, how do I stop feeling like this? Because, you know, I feel terrible every day. And someone recommended this life coach. And I joined, um, one of her group programs and we would meet every Wednesday in her apartment in a circle. And I got introduced to all of these experts and authors and thought leaders, um, people like Deepak Chopra and Louise Hay, um, and then eventually like this, you know, bigger, um, group of experts online who are helping people, um, get out of toxic relationships, heal their health, um, start their dream businesses, find a dream job. And I was like, this is amazing because I feel like in life, you know, all of us go through these low points that feel really dark. And, you know, we're not just looking for more information. We're actually looking for inspiration. And I feel like these experts embody both of that. They are these role models, um, um, and this vision of, you know, what's possible for us. And I found it so helpful to be introduced to these experts and authors. And I would tell my friends about these people. I would forward their emails to them. And my friends had no idea who these people were. And I just, you know, felt like I really want the whole world to know about these people. Um, and yes, yeah, so that was in my nonprofit days. And even through business school, I just, you know, I became so passionate about this world of personal development and entrepreneurship. And I was on these experts emails list and I would just, you know, think about ways I could add value to them. I would go to their events. I would offer to make connections to other influencers and media. I would respond to their emails. And over time I started to develop personal relationships and, um, Eventually I decided to start my own business. And part of it was I'd been developing these relationships with the people that I admired. And um, you know, they started to see me as the go-to expert in making these connections and publicity. And it made me realize, you know, if, if these people who are like, you know, the ultimate people see this potential in me, then I need to see that in myself. And so that's how I started my business. And from the first day uh, when I launched my website, I had testimonials from people like Danielle Laporte, Emery Forleo, and people um, like Ramit, Ramit Sethi, who was telling people about me. And all of that really helped me launch with a bang. So that's sort of how I got started.
0: Oh my gosh. Okay. So much goodness here. I've been like taking notes. Um, I loved <laughs> what you just said about how you needed to start seeing it for yourself in terms yes. of how other people were seeing you. How important do you think? Cause to me, when you said that, I was like, well, that's really the first step, right? Like mm-hmm. you embodying the, and, and really owning you know, how others are, the expertise or really the, the brilliance and the uniqueness that others see in you. How were you able to do that? Because I think that that's something that a lot of people have a hard time mastering and, and really embodying in themselves is really that confidence piece.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think it's also scary for people to think about building connections with people that they admire. Um, so yeah, there's just so many fears wrapped around that. I think, you know, I was really coming from a place of service. So like, yes, these people are, are so impressive. Um, And at the same time, I had this desire to connect. And there's a saying that the moment you put someone on a pedestal is the moment they start looking down on you. And so that's not to say that we can't look up to people and admire them um, and everything they've accomplished. But at the same time, a lot of people, when they think about, you know, Connecting with the people they admire, being helpful, sharing their gifts—they think, "Oh my gosh, this person is such a big deal. They're everything. Why would they even want to talk to me? You know, I'm going to be wasting their time." And they have like this negative dialogue in their head, and they're bringing that energy um, when they do connect with them. And when you you approach relationships like that, it's really impossible to build a genuine, meaningful relationship. But when you come from a place of service, where you know you're looking to connect with someone because they inspire you, because they admire you, because you know it would be an honor and a reward just to find a way to support them in their great work. Um, Then you're you're being of service, you're contributing, and that sort of levels the playing field when you feel like, oh, there's someone above you. I mean, we're all equal as human beings, but as you start to add value and contribute and share your gifts, you're like, oh, I've got something to share and other people can start to see it within you. So I think there's a lot of people that are afraid to reach out. um, And also a lot of entrepreneurs who are kind of like, self-reliant and they do their own thing. And it's just about, you know, working extremely hard. I think it's a combination of, you know, yes, sharing your gifts, but then also building meaningful relationships where you can actually be vulnerable and open up Mm. and get help and support from people. And so with one of my mentors, Rameet Sethi, for example, you know, I had talked to him about being confused about what was I going to do, you know, after business school and I had come from this nonprofit industry and was like, do I work in HR in corporate, like, you know, doing some kind of like women's or diversity initiative. And I, you know, all these things, I just didn't really know it was possible for me. And I definitely didn't see myself as this, um, someone who had the potential to be an online personality or have a business. And he was like, honestly, Selena, I think you could do anything like you're more gifted and talented than you realize. And, um, and there've been other points in my business where I felt very stuck and confused and I've brought together friends, had a focus group, you know, um, ordered pizza and wine and just like opened up with a handful of people about my struggles and got their feedback and ideas on what I should do. Um, and so, yeah, I think that I've, Actually, become someone who is really good at leaning um, on my network for support, but simultaneously, I also love to give, and I actually feel better giving than taking. You know, I rather give more, but at the same time, I also realize that you know when you create a lot of value for people, and then you also open up to them, like your vulnerability is a gift, and giving them an opportunity to contribute um, with some advice or some kind of support is also yeah, that's a gift to them too. So I think it's it's definitely a mindset thing. Um, and it's, I think it's been a big factor to kind of my growth is, you know, being willing to open up and receive support.
0: Mm, I love that you touched on that. It's, it's just as important to be open and, and receive the support as it is to try and give it. I love that. Yes. Um, Business for sponsoring the show. So, I want to talk a little bit more about the mindset piece and value for a minute because what, what keeps coming up for me, because what you're saying is, it, I mean, it hits it perfectly. But I could also see people that are potentially listening just because of the things that we get through our inbox and emails when it comes to, to certain things. Is the question that would come up would be like, okay, Selena, that sounds amazing. I get that I need to provide value, but how do I actually do that? Like they, they get really caught up in the piece of not really understanding what, what is my value? What do I bring to the table? How do you have any advice or tips on how to kind of uncover that and, and, and be able to share that in copy or messaging, or when you're meeting someone face to face in terms of what you bring to the table?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So when people are looking to connect, with some kind of expert or influencer, these people who are out there in the public eye are doing this work because they want to make an impact on people. They want to move people. They want to transform their lives. They want to offer their advice and ideas. Um, and people always want to know that the, their work is making an impact, that it's landing, that's affecting people. So one of the first places to begin is simply to express gratitude. Um, so it could be, you know, you attending someone's webinar and then sending them an email, thanking them and sharing a specific story that really resonated with you, or maybe, you know, you're someone on someone's newsletter and there was a piece of advice that they gave that you implemented and you create some kind of result in your business and life that you could share with them that could become a testimonial. Or maybe you just record a video testimonial and send it to them. Um, so that's, those are some examples of ways to, um, you know, make people feel appreciated. I think sometimes people wonder, you know, do I have to do like these huge dramatic gestures? Um, and you can, but I don't think that's the way that a lot of relationships start. You know, it's usually a progression of things over time. Um, and so, you know, being that person um, that is appreciative, that, you um, that is like the person's cheerleader that is cheering them on, on, you know, social media and just kind of like consistently showing up, not just like one time, but like, you know, multiple times over months, people start to notice you. Um, And then the other thing is like paying attention to what is going on in that person's world. You know, someone may say, um, I'm doing my first big live event you know, ever, or I've got this book coming out, um, that is three years in the making. So a lot of times people are like, well, I'm not a mind reader. I have no idea what someone would need, but people are actually sharing, you know, what's coming up for them, what's important to them. So part of it is really just paying attention to that. Um, I, think about like when I um, was in this mastermind group and my mentor had a book coming out and I was so excited for him. And I know that he he was so nervous um, because it was his first book ever. And so there were a couple of things I did. One of the things I did is I offered my support, you know, in terms of Brainstorming around PR strategy and making some introductions and supporting with some of the media efforts. And then the other thing that I knew that was really important was getting Amazon reviews on the very first day. Um, Because the more Amazon reviews, the more people are like, okay, you know, people are talking about this book. This is a book I I need to have. Um, And so I, you know, shared the idea with his team to put together a review guide to make it really simple. Because sometimes people are like, I don't even know what to say and just kind of really break it down for people. So they created that. And then I was, you know, in his mastermind group, there were 40 other people. Um, I ended up, well, I wrote the first review and I was literally up at 3 (laughs) a.m. Eastern time, which is midnight Pacific because Amazon's based on the West coast. And I left the first review. And then I also just really encouraged the group and said, you know, um, you know, Ryan's book is launching and this is really a time that we can show up and support him. You know, I just posted my review. Here's the review guide, um, you know, who else is in support Ryan with this, um, because sometimes, you know, it's hard for us to, um, ask people for help, right? So it's great when there are other people who are our supporters that can, you know, bring a group of people together, rally the community, or, I mean, other things you could do is buy multiple books for your clients or friends and take a picture and send it. You know, I mean there just there's countless ways to add value that may not come to mind immediately. Um, but the people that you admire from afar that you think, oh, there's nothing they could ever need from me they probably would value your support. And the other thing I will say about this is that sometimes people get fixated on like one person. Like I want to become so-and-so's BFF. I want to get their attention. And I'm definitely a less is more person, you know, when you want to build deep relationships. But I also think, you know, it's a good idea to think about multiple people um, who you care about that you could add value because if it's, you're, you're putting all that pressure on yourself to make a certain relationship work maybe it's not meant to work at this moment. You know, there's also, I also trust in divine timing and you can kind of put it out there and offer to be helpful. But when the time is right, something will happen. So yeah, just so many thoughts around that
0: question. No. And I just, uh, that was such a like perfect response because what was really coming up for me is, is how, I mean, you did things that, you know, that, that are not, complicated, right? It was like yeah. you, Amazon review, right. Mm-hmm. Um, sharing how to do that with other people that were part of that mastermind group to support, um, Ryan, yes. you know, there were, there were things that, that you were doing that are simple, but it, it, it was that piece of the, the presence that, that kept coming up for me. And that at the end of the day, cause I can just even hear it in the way that you, that you're speaking, you authentically truly believed in Ryan, the book, the message, the impact, and, and that collective group of people getting behind and supporting it so much to where you're like, you know, I want to support this person. I'm going to stay up until (laughs) 3am and, and make this happen for him and be that support system because, because that's your service. And, and that is what is, is first and foremost. So just to me, it's like your presence is the preparation, Mm. Your, your attention to detail, your, 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 your authenticity to be present and to listen is what makes you such a great relationship builder and such a great connector. And I think a lot of times people that, that idea of connector sounds very extroverted, right? It sounds very busy. It sounds very like you have to do a lot of stuff, but that's not what I'm hearing from you at all. I mean, it's, The smaller your tribe, the better, you know, quality over quantity, really being intentional, really making sure that it's coming from a place of, of heart and service and support. And and in a way in which you know that you can, Right. you know, you're really offering what
1: you can support. And, um, I just think that that's huge. Thank you. Yeah. And I mean, everyone has different gifts for some people. They're just an amazing listener and people love opening up to them. Or maybe they're the kind of person that's great at making people laugh or they've got an incredible sense of style or they're good at photography. I mean, there's so many different types of gifts that we have and people think they have nothing to give. when um, really there are seven, like, several ways that anybody, no matter what level of business or where they are, can make an impact in someone else's life.
0: And I have a question because, um, what you said, I think would work no matter what, but something that always comes up for the, I always see in, in our community with women is that they get that idea of, well, if it's essentially a, a cold pitch, right. Like yeah. a cold opportunity. I've never met this person before. Does that intentionality and that approach still work in that way? Or is there something else that needs to happen in order to turn that cold pitch into a warm one?
1: No, I mean, I think that you can have never met the person before, but if you are someone who follows their work and you have positive things to say and share, then you can just reach out. I mean, something becomes warm when you mention like a common connection, whether it was, I was on your webinar, I was reading your newsletter. um, I was listening to your podcast interview and it was my favorite podcast interview that so-and-so has ever done. Um, so you can create that warm connection pretty quickly, but yeah, I do think it's about kind of those smaller things to build the relationship initially where they, you know, they feel excited to see your name in you know, their inbox because, you know, you're a positive person in their world. And then over time, you know, there's different ways to deepen the relationship.
0: And I just, I want to remind any of those who are listening that if you are someone that has said to yourself, well, how do I get in front of X, Y, and Z, or I can't get anyone to email me back, or I can't get this person to respond. You know, this is really, I think the way in which you, you change that and you can do that. I mean, even from, you know, I even loved how, how we started connecting via email is, you know, we met at an event, um, Mm -hmm. and then we, you know, we connected via email and, And we had, I had mentioned to you in person that, you know, I had an academy coming up and this new launch and so on and so forth. And it was just a very natural thing of, this sounds really exciting. Um, I know you have your podcast as well. I may have some ideas for you on who could potentially be a great guest or who could support you in your launch. I would love to talk about it and see what your goals are and what's going on. And so just that natural approach of just like, let's build a relationship. Let's have a conversation. Let's learn more about one another and see how we can support one another. I think that coming from that place is always going to work more so than, than this forced, um, feeling of, well, I I'm just going to, you know, shoot out about what I need or just, um, kind of, you know, it's, it's not this thing of, blowing smoke, if you will. And I just, I know I keep harping on this because I, I, it's such a simple thing of just being present and being intentional and being curious. I think curious is a big key here.
1: Yeah, totally. And I love that you shared how we connected and, you know, and deepened our relationship and got on the phone um, because one of the best ways that you can add value to people that doesn't take a lot of time, but it's hugely transformational is through making these connections, you know, so for each of us, like, you know, is there someone in your world who is an amazing photographer, virtual assistant, project manager, Facebook ads expert, um, you know, a friend that has some kind of platform or big social media following or whatever it is, you know, we all have people, um, in our world that are amazing that other people might like to connect with. Um, and when I make connections, I always ask permission on both sides. I just want to make sure that everyone feels great about it. Um, but I love kind of being that talent scout. Like I just get excited when I meet Mm -hmm. people who've got such incredible gifts and I love bringing them together so. Um, and I think that's something that everyone can do. Um, and, you know, just to start to be, to, to think about like, that is like value. You know, there are people who, like there was someone, um, one of my students at one of my courses who reached out to me and she asked if there was any way that she could be helpful to me. And usually that's not always the best question to ask just because it's so broad, but I did have a little bit of a relationship with her through the program. And I knew that she was a project manager and I was actually really needing a project manager or systems person on my team. Um, because of. Business was growing quickly, and we just, you know, did not have any systems. And so I said, Actually, you know, I'm really looking for help. I need a systems person. And she was like, I know the number one project manager. Let me put you in touch. With her, I remember thinking, okay, like probably can't afford the person, but all right. And I spoke to the person; and it actually, was within my budget. And so we worked really closely together for a number of years, and she's still a close friend of mine. And that's not someone who I would have found on my own, um, but this other person in my network had this expertise and had th- these relationships, and that just like that was one of the most valuable gifts that anyone could have given me—that you know, one connection.
0: Hmm. What you touched on too, with saying that, you know, she asked you, how can I help you? And you said, you know, a lot of times that's just too general of a question to ask. Yeah. Do you have any insight on how to reframe that to be more intentional and specific?
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess it depends on the relationship with someone. Um, I think like if you're in an event with someone, you can have a back and forth conversation. Um, like one thing that people may like to share is like, or ask is like, well, what do you feel excited about this year? What are your goals? What are your priorities? What are some cool things you're launching? And once people share what's important to them, then you kind of have an idea, right? Of how you could be helpful. And sometimes you don't even need to ask people. You just know. If someone's got a book launch, they want to sell a lot of books. They want people to be promoting it. They want to get media, you know? Um, So sometimes you actually want to do the work for people. so yes, I usually think that if you're not close to someone to ask that question over email, it's generally not a good idea. Um, but that was like a very specific situation where I knew her expertise. Um, mm-hmm. I do think it is helpful sometimes, even though it's a little vague, but if you're saying if there's any way I can help you, let me know. Um kind of in passing, because then people at least know the door is open. Um, Mm -hmm. But if you can be more specific, it's better, you know, like if you need any help with getting the word out about your program, or, you know, I know that you've got this big event coming up, if there's any way that I could be helpful, whether it's like gathering some volunteers or some, I don't know, some publicity or, you know, that kind of thing. So it's, it's great to be specific when you can, um, but yeah, just kind of leaving the door open. I do pay attention to that. Like sometimes I might not never need anything from anyone, but when someone says that they would love to be helpful, I definitely keep it in mind. And as I get to know them and get clear on my needs, sometimes I'll be like, actually, yeah, like it would be really helpful if you could, you know, do this one small thing for me.
0: Mm, I love that. I think that that's such an incredible takeaway and, and getting specific on how you can help them, um, is huge. I want to talk about I know that we mentioned um introvert earlier and I want to talk about that a little bit more because a lot of times I will hear women um in my community say, "Well, I want to connect with people, but I don't feel comfortable going to events. I don't feel comfortable networking. It feels slimy to me. Yeah. Um I'm I'm really shy. Um you know, I don't do well in 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 rooms with with a lot of people. Um what is your approach to that if you're someone who feels that way? But at the same time, you're also someone who needs to connect and grow and network in order to grow your business.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I can really relate to that because even though I identify as someone who um, loves connecting people and I love helping people, I definitely am an introvert. I am naturally shy. Um, I'm not good at small talk. And there's times where I, I very much feel like socially awkward. And even still, if I go to events and there's like a group of like, you know, people together, I'm definitely like, you know, the person who's listening versus the person who's dominating or leading the conversation. So I definitely understand that. But I think the good news there is that you don't need to change your personality or be this extrovert or someone who is like naturally charismatic and order to build meaningful relationships. You know, when I go to an event, um, I just think like if I build like one or two meaningful connections and that's worthwhile, um, so that can help. The other thing is that oftentimes we actually really can prepare for these events. Part of the reason why we're uncomfortable is because, yeah, the small talk piece is difficult and, um, you know, maybe we're someone that prefers deep discussions and kind of getting to know people for the first time and having those surface level conversations can feel difficult. So, if you know that about yourself, I think it's worthwhile to just prepare answers to a couple of questions that you might get asked. So, one question that people always get asked is, Oh, so what do you do? Um, So, just prepare an answer for that that you feel good about. Because I find that even entrepreneurs who are quite successful, who are at six figures, multi six figures, even seven figures, are like, I don't even know how to answer that question. (laughs) There's so much going on, there's so much changing, all of that. So, I think it's good to have the answer to that question that will give you more confidence. And then also, you know, asking other people questions, like if you're someone who's more of a natural listener, be prepared to ask people questions, things like, you know, what brought you to this event? Um, Or what did you think about the speaker? Um, You know, things like that. So just having a couple questions in your back pocket and being prepared to make a little bit of that small talk, I think can go a really long way.
0: Oh, I think that that is such great feedback. And I'm sure that those listening are going to be taking notes about this because I mean, those are just perfect steps. So thank you so much for sharing that um and sharing a little bit of your own journey through that as well.
1: Oh, and Julie, I also have um something, a, a web page. It's Selinasue.com slash event guide. Um, where yeah, perfect. It's basically like the ultimate guide to events. Um, and they can, yeah, everything's on that page.
0: Okay. So selinasucom forward slash event guide. And we will make sure to include that in our show notes and on our blog post, So you can just click straight to it. That's fantastic. Thank you for offering that. So I want to chat a little bit about your genius, if you will. We've been talking about that all day, but, but really kind of more your approach to your genius. And I know that that really comes down to you supporting and helping influencers and media build powerful and long lasting relationships in a a way that is, um, long-term, like, you know, long lasting, thoughtful, authentic, intentional, and, um, and focus driven. So I would love to hear a little bit more about how you do that with your business and with the programs and the opportunities that you provide in service to your community.
1: Yeah, 100%. So, yeah, I love helping people get visible um, because I want more people to know about their work. And, you know, the first thing that you should do is, like, come up with a strategy because as entrepreneurs, we're all so busy. We have limited time and we're juggling, you know, our efforts to get our message out there with also um, you know networking events and sales calls and servicing clients and working with our teams and all of that. So um, I think that when we're thinking about getting publicity, we need to think about, okay, how can I make sure that my efforts are going to be worthwhile? Um, so one of the first questions to ask yourself is like, what do I want the publicity for? So, for some people, maybe they have this dream of getting a book deal, and they know that they need to start getting out there in mainstream media because that is going to help them when they're putting together a proposal for a publisher. Or maybe there's someone that um, is a high-end service provider, and they want to get in touch uh, in touch with like VIP clients. Or maybe there's someone that has group programs, and they want to get in front of more course buyers. So, just getting really clear about why the visibility is important to you because that's going to inform the specific things um, that you focus on. And so I create this framework called the publicity pyramid um, because I I believe that there's different levels to getting publicity and there's kind of a step-by-step approach that I typically recommend for people. So if you envision this pyramid, you know, triangle, there's going to be a base, right? So we always have to start at the base. And so um, your home base is basically, um, you know, what you're sharing with people online. Usually it's your website. Um, Because when you're seeking publicity, whether it's to be on a podcast or to be on TV um, or to be featured by an influencer in some way, the first thing they're going to do is Google you. And if there is no information about you online, you know, no social media accounts, no website, no nothing thing, um, then people are going to wonder like, who is this person? Are they established? Are they the the real deals? So that's the first thing, um, And, you know, for some people it's their LinkedIn, for some people it's their huge Instagram following, or for others it's, they've got a website with a blog and they're starting to share their ideas. So having that home base is valuable. And then the next level is guest posts. Um, There are so many websites out there dedicated to sharing other people's voices. And I kind of, I like this as a next step because um, when you think about sharing your message, I think it's really great to, to write it. You know, And when you're submitting a guest post, you have editorial control. You can share your story, why you do the work you do, your big ideas and all of that. And a lot of guest post websites um, are brands that people know of. These are household name brands like Huffington Post and Forbes and Mind, Body, Green. So it helps establish that credibility early on. Um, and it's kind of like a natural extension from writing to your newsletter or posting on your blog. Um, so it's a small step, um, but a very powerful step in getting your out there. So that would be level two after your home base. And then the third level is podcasts and video. So now that you've written about your ideas, you shared your tips with your audience, you shared them you know, on other platforms, now it's having a back and forth conversation about them. And what I love about podcasts specifically is that you can go deep. And for people that are selling coaching or high-end offers... I like podcasts specifically because even though, um, you know, some podcasts may not have the same kind of household name effect as like a Forbes or a Huffington Post, but they have really niche, passionate audiences where people are really connected to the host. Um, And, you know, those people that spend 30 minutes or an hour listening to your story and your advice and how you help and transform your clients' lives, these are people that are more likely to sign up for a coaching program, you know, to buy a course. Um, So it's niche publicity oftentimes but it can be extremely effective, even though this is kind of like quality over quantity. Um, so I love podcasts and also video interviews and things like that. And I would say another thing that falls into this category when I really think about new media or new visibility opportunities are being an expert in other people's programs, you know, speaking to their mastermind groups or being the featured guest in their membership site or contributing to their group programs. So all these are different kinds of visibility opportunities that will get you in front of the right people to grow your business. And then the next level up after podcasts and video um, would be magazines. And that's obviously, you know, it's a super prestigious opportunity to be in a magazine. um, And, you know, people read magazines on the beach and in bed and at the airport. So this is like part of, you know, if you're on a mission to really impact millions and become that mainstream personality, it's so powerful to be in these magazines. But what I will say is that like, typically it's not going to be a feature or like a long article by you, but usually they are, um, you know, getting quotes from you where you're sharing your advice and expertise. And so when people are really looking to establish themselves and share their ideas and take that first step that's why i recommend focusing on that guest posting before you move up to the magazines um, and then the highest level in terms of this pyramid is TV and um, you know people often say to me like you know selena i i, I would love to be on the today show or If Oprah knew about me, she would be all over it. And I just, you know, I need to get on Super Soul Sunday. That's my vision. And I feel so far from it, so I'm not even going to bother. And, you know, the thing is, like, when you take this approach of, like, building your home base and working your way up and building this body of work, then when people learn about you, when someone recommends you or you pitch them and you get on their radar and they Google you, they're like, wow, this person has been around for a while. They're sharing their message. There's, you know, engagement with the media that they're doing. And then they're going to see you as a real deal. So that's why I recommend um, creating that home base and working your way up. And that's how ultimately, you know, you're going to reach tons of people. And, you know, if you desire um, to impact millions.
0: Oh, I love the the envisioning of the pyramid because I can see it so clearly. And I know that so many listening, it's going to make it, I think, just more Attainable and understandable for them because yes. I, love, I love the I love the example that you that you gave about Oprah and you know um, my background as well which you and and the listeners know is in publicity and I remember mm-hmm. working you know in house at Harper Collins or when I lived in New York and that was always the thing you know what does the author, author want? Well, I want over I'm like, okay, okay. Well not to say that it can't happen, but let's back it up. (laughs) You know, it's like you don't even have a website yet. Um, So I think that that's great to kind of envision it as, as a, as a pyramid. And it's kind of like mastering each of those steps and then it it makes it more attainable and it gives you more of a roadmap, which I think is, is fantastic. So thank you for that. I think that that's going to make, uh, make it way more understandable for a lot of those listening who want Um, media
1: for sure. absolutely. And just to add to what you're saying, you know, as you start working up the pyramid, there's more opportunities that open up. So as you start writing your guest posts, right, maybe one of your big ideas takes off and you're like, wow, this could be the basis of a book or you're doing these podcast interviews. And I find that when I do these interviews again and again, I start to learn which stories are resonating with audiences, you know, because the host will also be like, oh, I love that story. And the stories that you share, they may be stories that you share in your signature talk or, you know, um, on a TEDx stage. So that could open up, you know, new speaking opportunities. It could open up publishing opportunities. Um, it could also open up partnerships with other influencers who are like, wow, this person is like getting their message out into the world. And, um, it's so exciting. And I would love to have them be a guest expert in my program or maybe a magazine or media outlet does a partnership with you. Um, so yeah, partnership opportunities, speaking book, these are all connected as you start getting publicity and putting your work out there.
0: Mm, And that's why it is so important to do that if you have those goals. Um, I want to, because I want to know from you that, I mean, you have clients who have become massive industry leaders. I mean, you have worked with some of the the biggest people in, in the online, you know, marketing and online business industry. They've gone on to grow their own seven figure businesses. Um, you know, have graced, you know, hundreds and hundreds of media opportunities, various media opportunities. What are you the most proud of in terms of your work?
1: What am I the most proud of? Um, I would say for me, one of the things that I'm most proud of is, well, there's a few things. One is that um, the business that I've created, because I remember when I was getting started, I you know, I was naturally that more behind the scenes person and I still love doing the behind the scenes work. But when I thought about starting a business, I was like, is there anyone like me that's been successful? Because the people that were in the spotlight seemed to be these larger than life personalities who just felt so comfortable dancing in front of the camera and just, you know, grab kind of like, you know, like born for the stage and that kind of thing. And they just seem so confident. And I just, you know, I admired that, but I couldn't really see myself in there. And I'm like, are there any like introverts who have been successful um, and have Built, you know, multi-seven-figure businesses, or people that are, you know, naturally more shy, or who are deeply sensitive, and so um, I feel proud of what I've accomplished and so many fears I've had to overcome because even when I was in business school, right before I started my business, like I felt uncomfortable even introducing myself for 15 seconds in front of a, a small group of people when I had to share like, oh, so what do you do? Or, you know, tell me about yourself. And so to then go on to lead workshops and group programs where I'm teaching, you know, starting off, you know, six people, seven people, and then it becomes, you know, 50 people and then a hundred and then several hundred. Um, I really had to do things that like made me feel physically sick in my body, um, where there was a voice inside of me who's like, yeah, no, you're not, that's not for you. You know, you're a behind the scenes person. You're not good at that. You know, all these different things, you know, I'm going to mess up. I'm going to make a fool of myself. And even while like, you know, even as those thoughts came up and not just thoughts, but also in my body feeling paralyzed and fearful, I still took steps forward. Um, and I overcame the fears. I made decisions to do things, even though they were very uncomfortable for me. And so I'm grateful to, one, be an example for other people that they can absolutely do it too. And also to have these programs um, that are really activating like this new generation of leaders um, and experts and influencers that have something so special inside of them um, and really supporting them and getting their work out there. Because when I think about impacting millions, I mean we'll see what the future holds for me, but I am most passionate about helping the experts. Um, because I feel like all these experts that I help, they have their audiences, whether it's a hundred people, which will grow to you know, thousands of people or tens of thousands or even, you know, on track to impact millions. And when I can elevate and um, help them share their message with the world, then I, you know, through them, I'm able to impact millions.
0: Mm, I love that. I love that. I love that. Um, so I want to talk about what's coming up next for you. Um, one of the things that I'm excited about is that you're going to be a new incredible bonus in um, the Pitch It Perfect program that I have. Yay! Um, that, yes, that relaunches in April. And I'm so excited for all of the genius that you're going to be bringing to that. I just know that your bonus alone is just going to bring so much new, um, light and energy and angles and just freshness to that program. So I'm so excited for that. Um, what do you have coming up next in terms of the other work that you're doing and, um, and kind of in this 2019 pipeline?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, once a year I launch my signature program, it's called impacting millions because that is really the thing that I am passionate about is helping people, um, you know, activate their potential, get more visible and change more lives. So that is coming up. Um, they can go to selinastu.com if they want to join the list and learn more about that. Um, I also have a gift to share. I have created this training. It's called get VIP access to media influencers and online stars. So if you're someone who is looking to make these connections, um, looking to collaborate with others, looking to develop these relationships, um, then, you know, I've got this training to help you. And I, I go through, um, three secrets, three steps that I've used to connect with like almost the people that seem impossible to connect with, um, ways to build deep, meaningful relationships with people in the media and influencers. And I share how I actually connected with, um, some of the, the people that I really admired. So encourage people to check that out at Selena's sue.com slash VIP video. Um, and my, the spelling of my name is S E L E N A S O um, O.com. That is amazing. I cannot wait. Um, before we wrap this up, I would love to know what does influence mean to you? Yeah. Um, influence (laughs) and it's a, it's a big word, but yeah, I mean, I think influence is really about making an impact in other people's lives. Um, you know, being able to move them. I think there are people, um, maybe they have big reach or they have, you know, a certain status, but influence I think is really about connecting with people's hearts in a way, um, that they're moved and inspired and that you're ultimately changing more lives. I love that.
0: Um, okay. So thank you so much. We know selenasu.com. We're going to make sure to add those specific links, the VIP video, um, and the one for the event map that you mentioned as well as impacting millions when, um, that launches and opens this year, where else can people connect with you on social media? Because our community are big Instagrammers and they love to tag our guests the day that they listen to them and get those big aha. So I want to make sure that you get to see those Instagram stories as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I am on Instagram, so it's Selena underscore Sue on Instagram. Amazing.
0: Thank you so much for your gift and your wisdom and just your willingness to be so open and to share. Um, I know that so many listeners are going to just so appreciate this episode. So thank you so much for coming on and sharing your brilliance today. Thank you. This is Awesome. Wanting even more Influencer Podcast goodness and to connect with like-minded influencers? Join our Facebook community for daily tips on how to uplevel your business and chat with myself and other listeners. All you got to do is visit facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the Influencer Podcast to be a part of this wonderful community.